it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Hey, all right. Welcome back to another Open Phone Lines. We're up to episode number 10. We got people hanging out here in the chat. Uh, Thank you so much all for being here. We got four people hanging out. Uh, Again, phone lines are now open. Uh, You can call 515-809-0165 if you have a Bigfoot cryptid story to share. You have weird stuff, stuff you can't explain. Think old school coast to coast AM. Go ahead, call in. You can share your story uh, live on air and record for the podcast. Have a, a comment come in already from Long Island Bigfoot. Good evening, everyone. Hope all is well, Bigfoot Society. Thank you so much for being here, Long Island Bigfoot. Everyone, put in the uh, put in the chat where you're listening from today, so I can. Uh, see who we've got here uh, again i will be hanging out with you for the next hour we're waiting for someone to call in anyone who has a story uh if you've been waiting to call in tonight's the night to uh to share what you had happen in the past that's weird that's bigfoot mothman dogman all that weird stuff and if you know someone who's got a story message them right now give them a call Message them and say, hey, you got to call this number, 515-809-0165, and we'll drag this out all night long uh, until 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Last time, we had to wait until the 43-minute mark, but we got Sharon to call in from Vancouver Island with some crazy Bigfoot encounter stories. Uh, You'll be hearing that eventually. Uh, 9.02 p.m. Central Standard Time. we got four people watching Go ahead. Let me know where you're watching from in the chat, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out here. Let's see. You know what I'm doing? I'll I'll talk to you about how my day's been going uh, while we're waiting for our first caller. I'm realizing that uh, Crypticon is only 17 days away. Mitzi, what's up? Woo woo. If you want to hear Mitzi's crazy story about running into a strange forest in Iowa and what happened. You, you got to check uh, previous episodes of Open Phone Lines. It was a good call. It's actually, actually the highest downloaded Open Phone Lines so far, I think. We got five people here hanging out. Let me know uh, where you're listening from. We got Rebecca Slick in the house listening from Southwest Washington State. Uh, I'm glad you're here, Rebecca. Hanging out. 
Appreciate you guys hanging out in the chat. And of course, we got Chris Spencer. Appreciate you, sir. Hey, uh-oh. Man, this is quick. All right. Call from Davis Adams. Hi, Davis. Hey. Hey, uh, Davis, real quick. Uh, you're talking on open phone lines right now, live on YouTube. And also this is recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast. Is that all right? That's cool. Cool. Well, uh, Davis, uh, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well myself. Just hanging out on a Tuesday night, seeing who will call in and uh, share a, a fun story. Yeah, I got a three different stories with some cryptids. Oh wow! If you wanted to hear about them, yeah. Uh, and um, Davis, uh, just for a little background, do I do I know your brother, or or uh, or you just randomly find this? Uh, I followed your podcast for a while. I recently got back into the cryptid community. Oh, uh, I did it a, a, about a decade ago. I made a group for on Facebook for people to talk about their stories. Oh well, welcome back, man. All right. Well, let's uh, feel free to share your stories you got, Davis. All right. So I was on a trip with my family in Vermont. Like I think it was back in 07, 08. Mm. And as we were out by at a restaurant by Lake Champlain, okay. and I looked out the window and saw a large hump come up in the water. It was about a about like a good sized dinner table across, you know, about six foot. Oh wow! And it just it just started moving across the water, and it was kind of going down an angle. So I turned to look if anyone else saw it, and I turned back, and it was gone. Really? Wow! And the only way I can best describe it to you is, you know, the Sandra Mancy photo. Yeah. It was the exact same color as that photo. Really. That's so, that's fantastic. Yes. And it it actually I think the whole way that it blends in and you don't really see it all that often is, is actually pretty much the same color as the water. The only way I could tell it was not part of the water was you could see the water flashing back up off of it as it hit it. Oh man. What was your reaction in that moment? Did you did you yell out or did you, were you just in shock? What what did you think? I was caught off guard by you know I had yeah I've always heard about the stories but I didn't think I would see it like that. Mm-hmm. You know there was a couple moments where I thought I saw something but it wasn't nothing. But then I saw that thing and I was like I really snapped my head around to see if anyone else saw it. And nobody did, and I didn't want to be too rude to interrupt lunch. <laughs> Or scare everybody. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, I just saw a Champ. You know, don't worry, don't want to interrupt your burger or anything. But you know, I just yeah. saw. Him. That's awesome, Davis. That's a cool, cool story. Did you? Uh, it sounded like it happened too quick to to maybe snap a shot or anything like that. It was just boom, boom. It was only like uh, three, four seconds. Wow. Yeah, saw it. Whipped my head around. No one else was looking out the window, looked back, and it was just gone. That is wild. That's that's absolutely, that's wild. Wow. 
were you were you uh in vermont to uh to to see champ or you just randomly were there and it's like hey there's champ it was just a family trip uh my grandparents would go there like once a year, every other year, because my grandfather was born and raised there, and he would go back for the, the high school reunion. Oh, sure. So they were just taking us around to see it, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll see something, and bam. Boom. There. Oh, my goodness. This is wild. I I've, I think this is one of the first times I've talked to someone who has seen a lake monster. And uh, listeners, if you have better memory than I do, but – uh. I think you're the first you're the first uh person I've talked to about seeing a lake monster do. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Uh let's see, story number two. All right. So I went for a walk and there was an area where I guess they were building or fixing up a house. I don't know what they were doing, but they piled up all this dirt. And then there was a tree line back further to it so you know i was pretty used to it we'd go around but then one day we were coming by and i I looked up and i just saw this figure standing behind the mound of dirt and really it was at least however high the mound was it was the same amount so, okay. And I measured it later, and so whatever it was, it was about, and well, it was really a big, but I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. <laughs> well, I was I was going to ask you eventually if we're looking at a humanoid or or a Bigfoot or all right, okay. That's what it was. It was it was like the upper torso of a man, and I was like, "Dag gum!" Wow. I mean, because it was huge, and it was silver. That's the one thing that stuck really? out to me the most: that it was shiny silver. And so, you know, it was about double the the mound, and I think I measured it, and it came out to be around nine and a half feet at the shoulder. Because I didn't really see the head; it had its back to me. So I think what it was it was doing was it was getting ready to drop down. Okay. Because I was walking with my mom, but she was way ahead of me, and she was already turned around the curve, so she had her back to it. But the thing that got me was the width of it. Really? The bulk of it. Okay. I mean, its arm from the inside of the body to the outside, from where one side touches the ribs to the outer part, was about as wide as my torso. Oh, wow. So okay. that's about, you're looking at a arm that's 18, at least 18 inches wide. That's incredible. Um, what, uh, can you share what, uh, roundabout region of the U S this sighting happened in? It was in North Carolina. Okay. Sure. Wow. I actually was like, how on earth is this thing here? And so I pulled up Google maps and the spot it was in front of was a much bigger patch of forest than what I thought. Sure. Makes sense. Okay. It's not only like a hop, skip and a jump a little ways too further actually we were much closer much larger force and the cape Fear river so i was like oh well maybe because it's silver it's older and it's mm. wider it knows how to sneak around places okay okay 
have there been uh, any other sightings in that area? I'm curious. Did you happen to look it up? Uh, not where I'm at, but over where they do training in Fort Bragg. Oh, yeah. I had heard from a paratrooper himself that he has been went out training there. He had heard weird stuff going on at night, and he and his buddies would try to play it off as another soldier out there. But he was always like, hmm, I think wow. that was something else. So, so you saw the, you saw a Bigfoot from behind, uh, or the the well, got it. That came out a little weird, but you, you saw the the back of a Bigfoot, um, and a, a silver. You were with your mom at the time, uh, and this is in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So uh, then, what happened? Did it did it uh, just walk away, or or did anything uh, else happen in the sighting, or? It was kind of the same thing. I I looked up, caught it, and I froze on it for a second because I was just like, is that really standing there? Just this big mass of silver. I looked, and, you know, I kind of focused on it for a second. I could see the shoulder blades. Wow. And then as I looked at it, I could notice more of the lower back muscles. So what I think it did is it probably thought it was in the clear and then saw us and then just dropped down behind the mound. Totally. You know, I looked over to see if she had heard anything, saw anything. She didn't see nothing. And then wow. when I looked back, it was just gone. Did you notice anything about the uh, the shape? Uh, like uh, you saw, did you see uh, like the, the shape of the head at all? I saw kind of a, a bit of a bulge. Like it came up to a point in the middle of the mm. top. So I don't know if I just saw part of the back of the head, like maybe it was looking down. Like, I don't know how much range of motion it has in the neck, if any. Gotcha. For that kind of movement. Gotcha. But, and then the, the odd thing was, is that I couldn't see its elbows. Oh. And when you're looking at a person, you know, our upper arms aren't that long, but this thing, it's, its upper arms. arms were like, I would say, much longer in comparison to its torso than what a human wow. beings would be. That's yeah. That's, that's another thing you hear a lot is that the arms go down really far. That's crazy, man. Wow. What a, what a crazy story. Uh, did you hear any, uh, make it, did you hear it make any sounds or anything like that? Or just being quiet in the, you happen to see it. Not at the, not at the time later on, as I was, as like the days went by, there was one time I found a young tree that had been broken about my head height or taller off. And I just looked around and I couldn't find anything that would have hit it. It was right in the middle of another, some other trees and just nothing was touched except this one. And it looked like a, a hardwood, like maybe an oak. And it was just, you could tell it had been pulled it wasn't cut and I was just like, what in the world other than that thing would have the strength to do that because there's nobody wow. really big in that area. Oh yeah. Mm. Man, you've got some wild stories, Davis. You weren't kidding, man. You got the land and the water cryptid so far. Good stuff. Yeah, and I got a a third one that's in the air. Uh oh, you had the trifecta. Yeah. 
Mine is, I don't want to call it a Thunderbird because it doesn't match what people have been seeing. But I was working on a project and I took a couple minutes to take a break and I went outside and I looked up and I could see a bird coming towards me and I knew it was big, but I thought it was like a usual suspect, like a red-tailed hawk or a turkey vulture. But, you know, as it kept coming closer, it just kept on getting bigger. And then finally it got right around above my house and that's when I got the best look at it out of anything. And it was basically... The only way I can describe it is a giant brown parrot. Really? Yeah, the head, if you ever look at a macaw, yeah. they have that thick, curved black beak. Mm-hmm. That's what the beak looked like. And then specifically, and this is where I'm going to get a little scientific. All right. I am a zoologist. Okay. Uh, if you ever look at a hyacinth macaw, they have these beady black eyes, just jet black. And that's the closest thing I can tell you that the eye looked like. It's just two, a black dot on the side of the face that I could see. But this thing, it was so big and so close that I could make out the feathers, individual feathers on the wings. And the only thing I could compare it to the wingspan and size was my dad's car, which was about 17 feet. I've got a uh, a picture. Uh, I was able to find a picture of a hyacinth macaw. And uh, you can see the, the black dot by the eye. You're t- that's a very interesting bird for sure. Um, how... How uh, long, how you know, wide across would you say the wingspan was? Uh, if you had to estimate, if I were to give an exact thing, there's probably maybe 20. Wow, like the only thing I could compare it to was I think it's like my dad's car, he has he had an El Camino and I measured it one time, okay. To this thing, and the car was 17 feet long. Oh my goodness, that is what that's absolutely wild. It's a 20 foot uh bird that reminds you of a hyacinth parrot because of the beak. Um, it's just a, it's a wild story. Um, did uh, did it wasn't making any noise or anything, or just uh, swooping over gracefully? He was just cruising. He was flying, soaring, and you know it was just it was just odd because it was all solid dark brown, almost like milk chocolate. Mm. And but the weird thing was, is you know the head was like a parrot, like I said, but the right. the wingtip and the tail did not match in my car. Oh, it looked right. more like a, a bird that you would normally see around here. That's weird, man. Whew. Some there's some weird stories right off the bat, Davis. That's cool, man. Yeah, I yeah. Pre- I was just thinking about it the other day, and I was just like, I just wanted to figure out if anybody else had ever seen one like that. Yeah. Um, is there a way that uh, people could uh, contact you? Uh, 
if they have seen something like that, uh, anything like that. Uh, you said you had a group on Facebook or. Yep. Facebook's easy. You just got to type in my name. Okay. And then, uh, I am on Instagram. So, you know, those are the two easiest. So you're okay with sharing your name. Uh, and what was that again? Uh, Davis, I didn't catch the last part. Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of me for like, if you just want to compare notes is like either Facebook or Instagram. Gotcha. So, uh, they'll look up Davis and then. So they'll, uh, they'll, they'll look up Davis and they'll be able to start to find you that way. Well, that's, that's awesome, dude. Um, I appreciate you calling in, uh, sharing about your, your champ sighting, uh, silver Bigfoot in Fayetteville, North Carolina was the, uh, the Thunderbird sighting in Fayetteville as well. Yeah. It flew right over the top of my house. That's crazy, man. I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, I have a feeling that you're you're probably going to see some other stuff that's wild in your lifetime. If you uh if you run into any other uh stuff, don't be afraid to contact me or to call in at a later time. I'd love to hear any future stories you have, Davis. Yeah, I'd be happy to if anything happens, but Sounds good. But, uh Then you say you're going to Crypticon, right? I sure am. Well, I'll probably bump into you, so don't be surprised. Hey, I love, yeah, dude, I love back. it. Come on over and say, hey, it's me, Davis from Open Phone Lines or something. It'd be great to meet you. Good stuff. Well, all right, yeah, dude. For the, I appreciate you calling in. I've been, yeah, yeah. I've been just thinking about this stuff lately and want to get back in the, in the chat and just get it off my mind. Let's say, hey, that's a perfect way to do it. Call in, tell your stories, and then it's out there in the world. Well, thanks so much for calling in, Davis. I'm going to uh, go ahead and uh, let you go, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll head on to the next one. But uh, I'll see you at Crypticon, man. All right, dude. Have a good night. You too. Wow. What what an awesome call right off the bat. Thanks for calling in, Davis, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Had a champ sighting, silver Bigfoot, uh, Thunderbird sighting. Uh, we got a few things going on in the chat here I'm going to run through. Uh, Michael J. Hunt said, when I was a kid playing Little League, I saw a kangaroo behind the baseball field. Years later, I found out there had been many kangaroo sightings in the United States. Very interesting. Interesting story, Michael. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and, uh, yes, I did say, uh, phrasing issue. <laughs> Saw the Bigfoot from behind. If you don't know what he's talking about. You'll have to catch the replay. Uh, brother, what are you drinking over there? Well, I'll tell you what, Mitzi, I'm drinking delicious LaCroix. Uh, this is the cherry lime flavor. I'm not sponsored by LaCroix, but, uh, you know, I drink, I drink quite a bit of it because it's flavored water. Uh, Chuck Gonzalez is hanging out. Nice to see you, Chuck. We got Strangeology Podcast. Hey, weirders, weirdos. <laughs> and uh, we got Alan Lasseter. Hey, good to see you, Alan. Uh, good, good stuff. Oh, and Michael says his sighting was of the kangaroos was in Delaware. That's awesome. Uh, we also have Hike with Mike hanging out with us tonight. We got, we're up to 12 people. 
go ahead and share in the chat where you're listening, where you're watching from today, so we can uh, know what parts of the country we have uh, hanging out with us. But uh, already off the bat, we had a great call. We had Davis call in from North Carolina. If you got any stories, if you've been waiting to to share a, a weird story, you just couldn't, you know, a cryptid story or something. It can be totally weird We're talking coast to coast style. Uh, you can call on in. We're getting close to the halfway point, but we still got time for you to call in. You can call 515-809-0165 uh, recorded for the podcast. We got people shouting out areas. We got Alan is uh, hanging out from South Carolina. Hike with Mike's hanging out with uh, the skunk ape down in South uh, Oh, my goodness. Florida. Florida, dude. Come on. Uh, Mitzi, of course, is in Iowa, as uh, past listeners know. Uh, I was able to meet her at the Van Meter Visitor Festival, which is awesome. Good stuff there, as always. If you're not planning to go to the Van Meter Visitor Festival, then you need to start planning. It's a great little festival we have for our favorite wing encrypted in Iowa in the beautiful town of Van Meter. If you've got any Bigfoot stories, any cryptid stories, anything weird you can't explain that happened to you, uh, you can give a call on in to Bigfoot Society Open Phone Lines. Uh, you can call right now, 515-809-0165. Uh, if you know a person, oh, nope. If you know a uh, person that has a story they should be sharing, go ahead, send them a message right now. Say, hey, uh, you should call open phone lines, 515-809-0165, and go ahead and go share in your Facebook groups. Say, hey, this dude is uh, taking open phone lines right now, and he's getting some pretty wild stories. You need to go and share yours. You need to go listen and watch on YouTube. Michael J. Hunt says, I've always been fascinated by that one in Enfield, Illinois, the Enfield Horror. So I'll, I'll tell you what, Michael, I don't know if you've listened to this episode, but I actually talked to a gentleman, uh, Zach Sterick, I believe was the name, who actually was able to see, he saw the Enfield Horror earlier this year. Uh, it's, a, it's a wild story. It's, it is absolutely wild. You got to go a little, a, far, a few months back and check it out. Um, but uh, definitely check that out. He also was on an episode of... Uh, uh, into the fray with Shannon LaGrosse. So uh, check that out as well. Uh, let's see. Alan's got a question. Has a van meter visitor been seen since the early 1900s? You know, in the last few years, uh, Chad Lewis has taken some reports where, you know, someone saw a, uh, a large bat that was dead on the side of the road while they were walking their dog. People see stuff fly overhead, but nothing super, super recently. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can only hope that, that you see it going around um but yeah we're up to 13 people i think that we're almost to a new wor world record for open phone lines if you've got a story uh this is time to call on in and share your weird story your cryptid story bigfoot stuff anything you got going on uh if you're new in in the chat go ahead and, and throw down what you got going on where you're from what you're drinking um, I've got LaCroix water because water keeps you going. Um, Mitzi said she's drinking, uh, ranch water, which is not really water last I checked, but just one, you know, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I've never had it, but I've heard it's pretty good. Um, 
So yeah, uh, I was saying before we had our first call, so I'm starting to get ready for Crypticon, uh, trying to figure out, okay, am I going to have a carry-on? Uh, what? Because the thing is, is that it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. You know airport travel is going to be crazy. So uh, I'm getting ready for it, though. I'm going to go down. I'm going to have my big, big cryptid festival adventure. Never been to a big one before. Been to the Van Meter Visitor Festival multiple times. but um, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to meet a lot of people for the first time. I'm going to have uh, maybe some stuff uh, with me. Uh, I'm going to try to have, I'm not going to make promises, but I will say if you, if you see me walking around Bigfoot society shirt, don't be afraid to introduce yourself. Uh, I love to meet you and say, thanks for listening. Uh, and thanks for calling in and all that good stuff. So we're having a great night. Uh, so far, we've had Davis call in from Fayetteville, North Carolina. He talked about uh, champ sighting he had in Vermont. Saw a silver Bigfoot. And he saw a Thunderbird, a dark brown uh, Thunderbird-ish type parrot-ish uh, crazy creature. He had the trifecta of cryptid sightings. He had land, land air, and water. Alan, my bud, loves to bring up the Brown Mountain Lights. If anyone has ever experienced the Brown Mountain Lights, I got to get someone to call in. Looks like a fireball that moves all over the mountain. Yeah, it's a crazy thing to look into. If you've never looked into the Brown Mountain Lights, it's like, is it something from inside the mountain that's coming out? Uh, is it a um, special type of lightning? We don't know, right? Uh, Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. I will, uh, let's, uh, we'll do a little, if you like enamel pins, you can always head on over to the Bigfoot Society Etsy. I do have these rocking uh, enamel pins right now. You can go over and pick one of those up. They're pretty sweet. And let me know in the chat, if you guys went trick-or-treating this weekend with your kids or, you know, whatever, what was uh what was the candy that you got that was your favorite? I'll tell you what I loved. Swedish fish. Good stuff. It's uh not like they used to make it though. I'll tell you that back in the day. Uh they used to be a lot bigger, but hey, it is what it is. If you're watching this and you've got a cryptid or weird story, something that happened to you over the <laughs> over the years, uh definitely go ahead Give a call in. Uh, you can call in 515-809-0165. And you can share your weird story, uh, your Bigfoot story, uh, different cryptids, stuff like that. Ghosts. Unexplained. Think coast to coast, old school AM. Give me a call. Phone lines are open. Let's check to see if anyone's calling right now. Not yet, but we're ready. We're ready for you. 515-809-0165. We got nine people hanging out in uh, the chat right now. Uh, you can go ahead. If you're new, uh, put your where you're watching from uh, right now so we know uh, who we've got hanging out with us. Alan. Uh, Alan's sharing stories. Uh, I got to talk to you someday, man. Your stories are good. Uh, Alan was up in the Uhari forest and had a campfire going. We let the fire di fi die down 
And all of a sudden it sounded like two or three Bigfoot or some creature belly crawl on, up on us. It was cool. So a lot of people might think, well, Bigfoot doesn't belly crawl. But the thing is, is that I'm, I, it does. Uh, you have multiple reports of uh, Bigfoot doing like a spider crawl where he's crawling on his belly and trying to sneak up on, you know, uh, log cabins across yards, uh, trying to sneak closer to campfires. So, Alan, that's a, a crazy story. But I totally believe it because I've heard multiple reports that pretty much say similar uh, movement from Bigfoot where it's doing like a spider crawl or a belly crawl. Very cool stuff. If you've got, uh, we're about the half hour point. We're halfway through the episode. Uh, thank you for watching uh, Bigfoot Society open phone lines. If you've got a story to share, something weird that happened to you, something uh, Bigfoot related, cryptid related. Give us a call in 515-809-0165. If you have a friend that has a story that should be calling in tonight's tonight, send them a message real quick. They've got half an hour to call in uh, less than that because we're shutting down at half an hour and say, Hey, you need to call this guy up 515-809-0165. Share your story. And for Pete's sake, if anyone knows Bob Gimlin, give him this number and have him call right now, because I know it's only uh 730 on Pacific standard time. So, Bob, I know you're watching right now. I know you're a huge fan. You need to call in and let's talk Bigfoot. I guarantee it. One day I'll be talking to Bob Gimlin, no matter what it takes. That would be really cool. That would be an awesome interview. It would be the ultimate interview, I think. Um, yeah, give us a call in, 515-809-0165. Call in with your story about Bigfoots, a Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. Uh, I know there's a lot of back and forth. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. Call from... Hi, my name is Carl. Tick. Hello, Carl. You're on the air. Yeah, I just got a, a predator sighting when I was a kid. Oh, a what? Sorry? A predator sighting when I was a kid. I want to tell you real quick, Carl. So uh, you're on Bigfoot Society Open Phone Lines. Uh, this is live and also recorded for the podcast. Thank you for calling in. You're yeah. saying you have a pterosaur sighting that happened when yeah, you were a little predator, kid? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, predator. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, tell me all about it. Well, my my mom owned another house, and we were changing the shingles on top of the house. So when I was laying on my back watching the sky, I saw this thing uh, fly right by, and it had teeth all around its beak. Really? And it looked right down at me. Oh, my goodness. That's wild. Did you uh, Do you recollect any uh, colors that you saw on it? See, this is the unique thing about it. It was kind of transparent. Really? Yes. For a long time, I thought it was some kind of funny-looking demon or something that I saw, but I didn't even realize that people have been seeing it for years. Wow. Are there uh, many sightings in that area of the creature? No. 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 Not at all. I do see, like, maybe a red light going by, 
or why I like going by. I'm taking pictures of it and send it to the Predator groups, but uh, nothing really. They don't really believe that it's uh, transparent, but that's what I saw. I know uh, some people, when they see creatures like that, they say things like um, uh, bioluminescence or glowing. Did you yes. notice anything of that nature? No, it was during the heat of the day. Okay. I, I couldn't tell you what size it was, right? Because I'm looking straight up. Sure. But I just I just saw uh, the large eyes, the beak with teeth all the way around it. You know, I always wondered, um, you know how the deep sea has large teeth all around its uh, mouth? The, sorry, the what? You know, the, the deep sea ocean? You yeah. Know how you see so many creatures with large teeth. Oh, yeah. So I was wondering, maybe these creatures uh, are on the rim of the earth, you know, above the clouds. Oh, because you know, if it's transparent, it wouldn't. The sun wouldn't affect it with the heat as much. It's a very, very interesting idea. Hmm. You, have you ever seen the predator skeletons? How how thin they look on the wings? Extremely thin. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Was so that I, the? I, you know, I studied. I studied. You know, studied it pretty much for what I saw. So it, it sounds like you, after you saw it, did you look up some uh, books and uh, it looked like a, a similar creature that you saw? Uh, way later, way later. Hmm. What, uh, what area, you, you, what area did this happen? Oh, at? In California. Okay. Yeah. Northern, yeah, um, Southern. Southern. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the only time you've seen it, or have you seen it multiple times? Well, since uh, I see, all I see is the uh, luminescence in the sky, like, you can't really see what it is. You know, I can't say it's the same creature or not, only by looking at it. But and when I, that time when I was a child, you know, you can just see the teeth. You can see the large eyes. It looked right down at me when I was lying down. And it passed right by. Wow. That's incredible. Have there been any other sightings of this creature in that area? Yes. Really? Well, there was a bioluminescent, the bioluminescent, the, the light up of that. Okay. I've, you know, uh, my daughter's seen it, right? The light, the light zigging back and forth. Uh, oh, sure. You know, but we didn't have phone cameras back then, you know? Oh yeah, exactly. It's uh, b before before everyone was carrying around a camera with them for sure. Oh yeah, Carl, that's a that's a crazy story. I love it. it have you seen any other weird stuff too? Uh, yes, yes, I have. Well. In the few, if you ever want to share any other weird stories, feel free to call back in. But uh, man, this yeah. this story about transparent pterosaurs is pretty cool stuff, man. I'm I'm uh, thank you for calling in. Yeah, it reminds me of the you know the squid 
how it changes colors. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I assume maybe uh, these things, maybe when they get angry or maybe a certain uh, temperature, that maybe they appear. That's why people see them and disappear. Exactly. There's there's many things in the world that, uh, you know, we we don't have the right tools to see yet. And sometimes they yeah. appear. You, you never know, right? It's weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the first, it's like the first time I'm actually sharing this story with anybody. Wow. I, I it's, uh, it's my honor to hear that story being shared for the first time, Carl. I appreciate you calling in, man. Hey, no problem, bro. If you ever have any other weird stuff you want to share, you can uh, always feel free to call back on in Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday nights. Uh, I'll be here waiting for you, man. Thanks for calling. All right. All right. No problem, bro. Have a Bye. good day, Carl. Wow. The they're coming they're coming in fast and furious tonight. Carl, uh awesome, awesome story about a transparent pterosaur of Southern California. Thank you for sharing uh your story for the first time uh with the world. Let's see, we have a little bit more to Alan's story here. This was the first time I was up and the second time I was up, it sounded like something knocked over a big sounding tree. That's similar to what happened with me and Tate. Not sure what it was, but that was nerve-wracking. I hear you, man. When something pushes over a big tree, kind of messes with you. Uh, Mitze is uh, giving us some info about her favorite candy, like I asked. Thank you. I like Sour Patch Kids, but did not find any in my kids' candy bucket. Well, I'm sure if you had, they would be long gone by now, right? (laughs) Uh, And Chuck says, it's me, Carl. God bless. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate you calling in. Well, we've got 20 minutes left. We got time for some more calls. We got 10 people hanging out. If you haven't put in the chat yet uh, where you're calling from, go ahead and put that in there so we know who's hanging out. Uh, we can uh, feel like one big happy family here. But uh, if you've got a weird rut row, oh, no way. Call from Alan. Alan, what's up, man? Dude, I appreciate you, you calling in. I appreciate it. Let me uh, make Not sure you. the audio is good real quick. I just need to... Okay, we're good. And you know that this is live and recorded, right? I know you already know. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. yeah. You know. I'll give you a quick story about the last one. All right. We, um, we was up there on uh, up there in Uari, and uh, we went up on top of a, like a boulder type mountain. So we sat on the edge, like a little cliff. The, you know, just sit there just to see if we hear anything. Mm. I don't know, probably about 10, 15 feet away from us. Somebody comes flying, knocking over a big tree. Wild. Absolutely wild, dude. Whew. That must have been crazy when it was, uh, it was belly crawling up to your campfire, dude. Hmm. Alan, you with me till still? Uh oh. I think we may have lost him. Yep, we lost him. Uh Alan, you're you're welcome to call back, dude. Um 
we got a few more. So Sherwin, this is what I was trying to think of, and I couldn't think of it. Wonder if it's like the Lone Mountain, the Lone Pine Mountain Devils. Uh, Crash Course Cryptozoology has a really good documentary on that. But I was like, I was because those are kind of like raptors, but dinosaurs, dude. Who knows? Could be similar. Uh, hides and long grasses here. Uh, People's Republic of Maryland. I appreciate you hanging out. Um, Alan, if you'd like to call back, you, you're always welcome to, brother. Um, anyone, if you want to call in, uh, if you've got a weird story that you want to share, anything related to cryptids, Bigfoot, um, anything anything that weirded you out and you're like, I don't know what happened, think old school coast to coast AM, you can go ahead give me a call in, 515-809-0165. Uh, we had a busy, it was busy night tonight and we got 20 minutes left, but man, we've had... Davis call in. He was seeing Champ in Vermont, Silver Bigfoot in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Thunderbird. Carl called in about a transparent pterosaur in um, Southern California. And uh, buddy Alan called in, and we were talking a little bit about uh, the uh, the Bigfoot in Uhari Forest in North Car- uh, South Carolina, I want to say. Um, or my apologies, it might be North Carolina. got to get that geography down. But uh, we did get disconnected, so we might talk to him later, but I appreciate appreciate you calling in for a few minutes, Alan. Uh, again, if you know any uh, people that should be calling in, go ahead and pass out the phone number, 515-809-0165. We got 12 people hanging out right now. Uh, if you're new in the chat, go ahead and put down where you're from uh, so we can all be uh, hanging up. <laughs> Alan, uh Hold on, I got a message, Alan, real quick. Nope. Disconnected. Alan, if you're listening to this, uh, please call back. We run in ran into an issue. Uh, let's see. We got Memphis Song hanging out. Good to see you. I think we're gonna get Alan calling back here. Uh We'll give him a minute here. We got 13 people. Sherwin. Sherwin makes some great cryptid artwork. Uh, Northwest Ohio. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Again, we're taking open phone line uh, calls uh, right now. We do this Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night. You got any weird stories that happened in the past about cryptids, stuff you can't explain, paranormal stuff. Give me a call, 515-809-0165. We've had so many people in the first 10 episodes share their stories that they've never shared with anyone else. Again, this is live on YouTube. It's recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast, but uh, your story will be respected on this platform. No one's going to make fun of you. I want to hear your story. So if you have a story you haven't shared, go ahead, call on in 515-809-0165. If you have a friend that you know that has a story they need to share, it's time. Go message him the number 515-809-0165. Uh, we got uh, nine people hanging out. Oh, I think Alan's calling back here. Call from Alan. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Hey, Alan. Hey. Hey. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we got disconnected somehow, but I'm glad you're calling back. So, dude, yeah, let's get to it. Which one do you want to know about? Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, 
I think we talked about the the first one. Um, okay. But uh, let's see, what else you got, man? That second one, we was up there um, on a different part of URI. We went up, started a campfire. I, you know, this was like uh, or so. Started a campfire. Nothing, nothing was really happening at that time. We heard stuff moving around, but nothing really happened. Okay. We let the campfire die down, and that's when we heard started hearing the I call them belly crawls, but really, I sound like two or three of them. We caught like eye shine on, on a couple of them. Oh man! And uh, when we built the fire back up, you couldn't hear nothing. I mean, it, it, it was like they stopped. Wow. And uh, we let it die back down, and it sounded like they was getting closer. Boy, my adrenaline was pumping. <laughs> I bet, dude. I would have been going nuts, man. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't scared, and I was getting excited. I was wanting to uh, at least catch a glimpse of them. <laughs> yeah, what would you have done, man? Like, how? What do you think the closest they got to the fire was? Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm guessing at least. 20, 30 feet. Wow. And then, and where we were sitting at, we was like on a, not on top of the mountain, but it was like on a hill. Oh, yeah. And it was like, come, it was like coming up the hill. Yeah, totally. And, wow. and so by the time, by the time we were leaving, you know, we were walking down the trail, I kept looking behind me, shining a light, see if I could hear them coming or nothing, but I didn't hear them, hear anything coming. But mm. I mean, that was, that was, to me, that was fun. Now, now that other one I was telling you about, yeah. where I knocked a tree down, earlier that night, make a long story short, that week I broke my foot. Oh, okay. And so I went, I went up that weekend with the broke foot. I mean, I had a castle or nothing. So I was, oh my goodness. we went up to a different area. That's the Boulder area. And I'm hobbling all along up there. Early part, early part of the evening, we were walking the trail, and there was a snake on the trail, and that snake's head was flat, like something stepped on it. Oh, it was a fresh kill! Whoa! It was, it, it was like it was a fresh kill because you know the blood was still oozing out of the snake. And so later on that night, we went to that little cliff area to sit down, and you know. Just to hear, just to see if we heard anything, and I don't know, probably about ten, fifteen minutes of sitting there behind us. Like, I mean, it sounded like a pretty, pretty big uh, tree got knocked over. Oh my goodness, dude! I looked at my buddy. I, I looked at my buddy. I'm like, "What was that?" He said, "What do you think it was?" <laughs> yeah, what do you think it was? Yeah, yeah. So that night we kind of well, we had a fire going, but it wasn't nothing like how we how the first one was. So we put the fire out, started walking down the trail back to our cars. And um, we got down towards one part. And I swear, like, a, you know, like you squat down and you get your hand on the ground. Yep. I swear we, we found like one one or two, uh, like knuckle prints. And there was a, and really? the way it looked, it like they was looking up at us, watching us. Oh, my we were goodness. We on that plateau. Wow. And so. We got out of there. We was going to go to this other place that, that was lying over there, a graveyard. I don't know why. Okay. I guess Bigfoot likes to trail through graveyards or whatever. Uh-huh. We went out there. We went to that graveyard, and uh, 
I mean, this is the middle of nowhere. And everything was dead quiet. You hear stuff moving behind us, like like peeping around. I'm not really oh, peeping man. around, but, you know, like sneaking up on us and all that. Now, that got kind of freaky. Oof. Freaky on us. I mean, but like I said, all in all, it was fun. I mean, yeah. The craziest part is all that was going on. You had a broke foot, dude. Well, the part, the, the second time, yeah. Uh, we were going to spend the night out there, but I didn't have anything on me to ease the pain. So probably about three o'clock, I, I thought gotcha. I had to tell, tell, the, tell my buddy, it, I got to go. I'm hurting too bad. <laughs> dude, you're hardcore, Alan, for sure. More than I knew. That's wild, man. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll call back later on when uh, maybe the first part of the night and give you the one about the Brown Mountain one. Now, yeah. We you got to call it another that, night in and uh, yeah. and dude, uh, yeah, the Brown Mountain Lights. We got to have that chat one day for sure. That now that now I'll give you this. That happened. All right, back in like around oh five oh six. I was always I've always been a bigfoot, but at that time at that time I wasn't really thinking about bigfoot. I was thinking about more or less seeing the lights and yada yada yada. So when I call call you back. I'll fill you in on that one. Now that one was that one was the wildest one. Oof. I'm looking forward to hearing that story someday, Alan. Dude, I think everyone else oh, yeah. is too. Oh yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in, man. I'm glad we finally had the chat on uh on open phone lines. Good stuff. Oh yeah, man. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you later, brother. Hi, right, man. Bye. Yeah, bye. Good stuff, Alan. I've, I've been waiting for Alan to call in for a while. This, oh, man, that was a good story about Bigfoot belly crawling up close to the fire. And then him dealing with stuff when he's got a broke foot. My goodness, Alan. Hey, we got we got a few people hanging out here. And we're in the last few minutes. Uh, remember, this shuts down at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. We got 14 people hanging out here. Uh, let me know in the chat where you guys are from if you haven't yet. Campfire Steve says, tree falls are a short warning to move on. Interesting. Uh, Mark K. Webster, good to see you, dude. Good to see you. Hey, if you this is a last call. Last call, guys. If you've got a story you'd like to share, uh, something about Bigfoot, cryptids, weird stuff, paranormal, anything like that, now's the time to call in. Get it in at the end. we got seven minutes left. You can call 515-809-0165. This course is live and then recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast. Mm. Delicious LaCroix. Ah, let's see. Mark is from Alabama Bay. Bay. What's up, dude? What's up? That Alabama has a lot of wild, wild Bigfoot stories. If you've never heard Bigfoot stories from Alabama, you haven't heard Bigfoot stories. I'm not kidding. Like, uh, I've talked to a few guys from Alabama, and man, they will mess you up with some crazy Bigfoot stories. There's stuff going on in those woods that uh, you're not going to see other places, I think. Alabama, the Alabama white thing, dude, that's the Bigfoot down there. Well, guys, we got six, man, we got 16 people here. This is crazy. There's got to be someone 
who can call call in, share a story quick in the last five minutes. I see you. You're at your phone right now. 515-809-0165. That's not really where the numbers would be. But got five minutes left. We'll take it all the way to the end. Uh Oh, this is interesting. Carl has an, Carl Chuck has an interesting thought here. Fallen trees are temporary homes for Bigfoot on the move. Bigfoot's on the move. Hmm. I like it. That's very interesting. I appreciate uh, everyone hanging out with me tonight. Man, this is kind of an, a, a world record night. Uh, one, two, three, four, five stories. Three people calling in in 60 minutes. Uh, that's pretty cool. But we got five minutes. We can break the record. Give me a call, 515-809-0165. Send your buddy a message real quick. Say, hey, this guy's got five minutes left on air. It's time to blow him away with that crazy story you've been holding on to about Bigfoot or different cryptids. Now is the time to call in, 515-809-0165. We're going to drag this out all the way to the end. Um, let me know in the chat uh, who is going to be at CryptidCon. Put in the chat if you are going to be there. Put a yes in the chat if you'll be at CryptidCon. Uh, I'll be walking around. You'll see a guy with a Bigfoot Society shirt on, and I would love to meet you. Come up to me, say, hey, how's it going? I won't be vending. I won't have a table, but you might see me uh, walking around talking to different people, and uh, definitely you got to come up, and uh, you got to say hi. So, man, we got, we've got we had a lot of really cool people uh, hanging out here tonight. I'm just going to shout out some guys here, some guys and gals. we got Long Island Bigfoot. we got Mitzi. Rebecca Slick, Chris Spencer, Michael J. Hunt, Chuck Gonzalez, Strangeology Podcast. Definitely go check out Strangeology. If you like this stuff and you want to learn more about it, go listen to him on iTunes and all that good stuff. His TikToks are great too. Alan Lasseter was here giving us some crazy stories. We got Hike with Mike was here. Uh, we had... Sherwin was here. Sherwin makes great cryptid art. Check him out on Instagram. Hides in Long Grass, Memphis Song. Mark K. Webster. Man, we had a we've had a great night. Let's uh we're gonna go ahead and uh let's see. Sherwin's gonna be at Crypticon. Mark K. Webster one day. He wishes he could go. You'll get there one day, man. I know it. But we're gonna go ahead and start to wrap things down. Remember, if you liked what you heard. Uh, if you like this whole like open phone lines thing, make sure you follow this channel, hit the bell icon so you don't miss on any times when I go live and share this with your friends, share this in your cryptic groups, your weird groups, your paranormal groups. Hey, say, Hey, there's this guy that uh, goes live open phone lines on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday nights. Uh, you can call 515-809-0165 uh, live and record for the podcast and um, just say, uh, time to share your story. Time to share your Bigfoot story, Dogman story, all the weird stuff. We take them all in. Uh, remember, you can listen to this replay on YouTube. It'll be out on the podcast in a few days. And you can check all the stories that, uh-oh, someone at the last minute. Oh, my goodness. Call from Sherwin Pagel Kimbao. Sherwin, what's up? Oh, hello. Hey, dude. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, let's see. I'm, um, 
Uh, am I live right now? I think it. Yes, you are. So uh, this is live right now, and also uh, this is recorded for the podcast. So I want to make sure you're aware of that. Uh, so what's going on, dude? Hey, yeah, I just thought I'd share my my little um, uh, encounter with. Oh, I um, love I it. Believe spirits at one time. So. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's. We'll end out the night with this. Go right ahead, man. So, I don't remember exactly when. I just know that I was young when this happened. And, um, yes, yeah, so I was. I, I, I went to this, um, what was it? A funeral. And we were driving out into the country to be, I mean, where, I mean, where it was going to end and everything. So, and. But I remember when I was younger, I felt a lot more closer to ghosts and stuff. I don't know. Mm. I always thought that maybe I might have some kind of connection. But if there, if I ever had one, it's certainly grown weaker as I've grown older. Sure. But sure. anyways, so what happened that day was that was just a weird thing. And it just stayed in my mind. Basically, we got to the cemetery and through the corner of my eye, I saw... Well, I was, I don't know, I just felt it was weird, like, are these all the people from the funeral? But I didn't recognize any of them, and they were all well-dressed. Whoa. I mean, that's not too odd for a for a funeral and everything, but some of them had brightly colored, and I don't know, I just found that very odd. When I took a second look, I realized they weren't people at all. In fact, those were all tombstones. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. So, Dude, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something different. That's for certain. How I haven't had an experience like that, but I was frightened when it happened. How roughly? How old were you again? Oh, let's see. I want to say maybe ten or eleven. Oh wow, dude! And did you did you say that like your parents were with you? You said. Yes, I uh, yes they were at the time. So. Did you mention like, but, hey, do you see those people? And they were like, what people? Anything like that happen? Or actually, yeah, that did happen. I did ask like, who are all those people? Yeah. And my dad did ask me what people. That's wild. And yeah. They're like I said. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, anything like that happen later in life too, or was that pretty much just a one-time experience for you, Sherwin? Um, as far as seeing apparitions, to my recollection at the moment, that is the only one I currently have had. I mean, currently I moved into a into my um, art studio and everything, and like, I don't know, all the other artists are telling me that the place is haunted. The closest thing to experience I had was when I was alone in the building and I heard footsteps running down the hallway. I checked all the doors and they were locked, so no one should have came in. So, oh man! I also confirmed with my local ghost-like hunters that, yeah, they had investigated the building and they did find something there. The building really? itself ranges pretty far back in the town's history. What was it? Um, I mean, it was old enough that at one point it was a stable. There was a stable for horses. So, wow. That is crazy stuff, dude. Oh, my goodness. Ugh, you yeah. better keep an eye out in that place. 
Yeah, I have yet to spit and more I to stay there past like one AM in the morning. But Okay. Yeah. Wow, maybe put out a recorder while you're doing stuff too. Who knows? I've been hoping to get some of my local ghost like people to get um, to um maybe set an investigation. I mean, since I have a studio, I have a key that unlocks the two main doors, so mm, gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. To be fair, I wouldn't want to do a ghost thing by myself. So. Yeah, no, no, me neither. It's not really my thing, but uh, it it is a very interesting story. <laughs> oh wow, dude! Thank you for calling in right at the end. This is good stuff. What's your um, what's your Instagram again? I've been talking about your art, but I want to make sure people can check it out. If you could talk you. about that for a minute. Oh yeah, uh, my Instagram is Sherwin Sketch eighty eight. Okay, that's right. Um, yep, find all my art. I am planning to make a um, a new post. That's for sure. I don't know. I've been a little lax this year. Just a lot of things happening. I mean, what is it? This Friday, I'm having an opening. So I don't know if anyone there is in Ohio. Feel free to come by. There you <laughs> go. And you did say you're going to be at a uh, Crypticon, right? Oh yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. So perfect. I'll. Hopefully meet you there, man. All right. I got a table, so <laughs> sure to find me, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Um, hope to see, uh, hear from you soon. You Still got bad. it. Best wishes, Jeremy. Bye, everyone. See you, Sherwin. Good night. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Man, what a night. We've had four callers tonight. Great stuff. I'm going to go ahead and shut it down. Uh, thanks to everyone who hung out tonight. Uh, it's past, it's past that time. So we went a little bit past 10 PM CST, but, uh, you can catch, uh, another episode of open phone lines, uh, next this Thursday night. So, uh, get your stories ready, uh, write down 515-809-0165. I'll see you all then. Have a good night all. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Bigfoot Society. Any content provided by our guests are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone. Thank you.